broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom. Hope you have a free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. Sons of Scotland, I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, He'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. <laughs> I am William Wallace. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Right? Against that? No! We will run! And we will live! Aye. Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. I'm dying in your beds. Many years from now, would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! afternoon wherever you are in the world my name is Josh that's Vince Haglia via this is the Red Pill Project Daily Dose we're live with you Monday through Thursday 8 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time 6 6 30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time 5 30 Pacific 7 30 Central this is where we bring you the unfolding a global conspiracy of communism coming to America the usurping of the United States Constitution the infiltration of our social our academic our economic our political and our cultural systems this is the fight. This is it. This is, uh, I would say, the second American Revolution. It is in the midst right now. It is happening. There is a radical political ideology that is seeking to take over control of not only this country, but of the world. They are moving fast. They are moving strategically. They have been planning this for a very, very long time. And it's these small little moves that they make that go under the radar, that go unnoticed, that we don't recognize within our daily life. The small little changes bring about little bouts of chaos. These chaos culminate to larger and larger events, eventually, eventually moving to a point of collapse, or what they would like to say is reset. The Great Reset. And we are moving towards that Great Reset right now. One of the best methodologies that they utilize for this, the strategy, if you want to call it that, is problem, reaction, solution, coined by, I believe, David Icke. But he is spot on. They produce the problem. They watch for the reaction, which is typically an outpour of fear. And they're right there with the solution, waiting to take away your rights, your liberties, and your freedoms and give you everything that they've ever wanted. Complete and total control. Last night we talked about 
a few different ideas. This was the global firestorm event, something that I've been talking about for quite a few years and how we match that up to what popular culture and TV shows are talking about in the Jackpot book series and more, uh, more pertaining to the TV show Peripheral, which is on Amazon, in the sense where they faced a mass cataclysmic event. It was multiple events coinciding together. This had to do with energy crisis, famine, water shortages, and warfare. Its eventuality led to economic collapse. And 100 years into the future, there was 85% of the population diminished off the planet. They called that the jackpot. Now, what's interesting is that in the future, they were controlling these stubs, these breakaway timelines, and they were speeding up or slowing down the jackpot in those timelines. And it makes you wonder what's really going on here. Are the globalists right now speeding up climate change to prove their point? Are they perpetuating various points of chaos within our social, our economic, our cultural, our political, our academic, um, our energy infrastructure, our supply chain? Are, are they orchestrating these various types of events? That's the question. Vince, move closer. Your, your echo, dude. Mm. How, how is this Vince's audio for everybody out there? Vince is muted, it says. Try again. Testing, testing. Nope, nothing. Testing. They're saying you're muted. I, I can hear you, but very faintly. Yeah, I'm all the way up on my end. You were fine at the beginning of this. Let's let's go in here and check this out real quick. Uh, unplug your mic and plug it back in for me, please. I could barely hear myself in the. Let's do this. Let let's go here. I'm gonna go to Vince. I'm gonna go. Vince, I'm gonna put you in the waiting room, and I'll either come back in, okay, and reconnect audio. All right, we're going to wait for Vince to come back in and hopefully reconnect audio and see if that works. And the guy on LinkedIn, I'm sorry you don't have your tinfoil hat, but this is just the state of the world. And if you don't like what we have to say, I apologize about that. But you can go out and check it for yourself. Very well referenced here. And uh, waiting for Vince to come back in, but this is what we're talking about. We're talking about this global firestorm event. We're talking about the jackpot, and it's happening right now. Um, I happened to catch a part of Glenn Beck's show today, and I found it very, very educational. My volume is low. What about, what about now? Is my volume better now? Boom, boom, test, test, five, five. Can you guys test my volume? How's my volume doing right here? All right, much better. All right, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a directional mic here instead of my normal. Yeah, <laughs> much more clear. Thank you. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, my mic is brand new. Waiting for Vince. All right, let's get Vince to join in here. Oh, you have two of me. Okay, how his sound is compared to the intro and the... Nope. 
Hey. There it is. I can hear you now. I can't see you, but I can hear you. There you oh, are. Here I am. All right. Much better. Can we hear Vince now? Five, five. Good. All right. Sound good to me. Now go ahead again. Talk. Testing, testing. One, two, one, two. Perfect. All right. Let's boom, rock boom, and roll. Boom, 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 All right. I can hear Vince and he can hear me. And so we're going to talk about a few things tonight and we're going to get into the news. I got some news to cover as well, but we're definitely going to talk about a few things because I think that this is incredibly important and it, you kind of think everybody knows where this is going. But um, I, I've said before, I don't want to be right about these things. I don't want to sit here and, and say these things are potentially going to happen and watch them unfold because that's one of the worst feelings in the world. And I yeah. think everybody understands that, that we don't want to be right about these things. But um, historically, we have been and not necessarily spot on. Right. But we have been correct on where this narrative is going. And a lot of people in the world or at least in the country or this movement, um, they think that, you know, Donald Trump's still president or commander in chief. I just released a Substack article kind of throwing that out the window that that really wasn't the case. Um I do believe that there's potentially a type of operation going behind the scenes, something that we've talked about before. Um, yeah. General General Kane, so forth, right? Vince, do an audio test again. Right. Testing, testing. It just went back to shit, man. Don't know what you did. Did you touch something? You can't hear me? No, it, it's like it just cuts out. It's like you're far away. Test, test, test. I can hear you, but it's like really low. Really? Even for you? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I can barely hear you. Oh, fuck, dude. Well, I mean, I guess cancel? I don't know. Oh. Nope, there you go. You just pop back in. What'd you just do? Nothing. Okay, you need to get a new mic. I'll buy you one. Let me know what you want. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I have yeah. another one right here. Okay. Well, if it cuts out again, just plug in the other mic and we'll take it from there. Okay. But let's rock and roll here. I'm going to monitor. Okay. Let's rock and roll here. Let's jump into this. So I want to start with that idea. Okay. Because hope doesn't pay the bills. And I think everybody understands that, that, you know, we can have hope and it's good to have hope. It's good to have the faith, but it doesn't pay the bills. At the end of the day, it's not like it's going to save your life just having this feeling that feels good and reassured inside. I agree with that sentiment because it's not like all hope is lost, yeah. but we have to be realistic in the future. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We have to be realistic and we have to look at very realistic possibilities. We, we can look at all these possibilities of speculation. Hey, Trump's president or all these things. We can look at the evidence that's presented to, to validate them. And unfortunately, when I've looked at that, it's just not the case. That's okay. You can have your opinion. You can look at the research and you can determine your own opinion on that. That's the thing about the Red Pill Project. Never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, through your own volition, and through your own experiences, right? So... The other day, in um, response to the Twitter files coming out, Donald Trump came out and said some interesting things about the Constitution. And the media mm -hmm. is in absolute uproar about this. So first, one of the things he said is unprecedented fraud requires unprecedented cure. And many people are like, I told you he was president, military commander in chief and all this stuff. 
Not necessarily, okay? But he said this part. Simply put, if an election is irrefutably fraudulent, it should go to the rightful winner or at a minimum be redone where open and blatant fraud is involved. There should be no time, right? No time. Mm -hmm. We want the people to legitimately won the election to lead our country or no people to cheat in order to win, right? And then he says... Mm -hmm. Right here, it's um, a massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. What's he talking about here? I, I don't know, dude. Switch I, your I mic out, about dude. this a lot. It, it, it's cutting right. in and out. I don't know if it's a directional or what. Um, here's my thoughts on it. What Donald Trump is saying is that a constitutional and legal process, the legal process of the states to certify the election, the legal process of Congress to certify the state results, the constitutional process of the election and the inauguration, okay, happened in 2020, right? Donald Trump is saying the termination of that process to go back and look at that process and say, hey, look, this isn't set in stone. Since there was massive fraud, we need to go back and undo all that legality, all that legal minutia that happened. And he's saying is a termination, a suspension of those rules that certify the election, a suspension of those constitutional processes that brought about the inauguration of Joe Biden. That's what he's calling for the termination of. He's not calling about it in the future right now or anything like that. He's saying that we need to go back, say that that stuff didn't happen legally, go back there and reorganize this. This is what Donald Trump is saying. Do you agree? Yeah. Am I okay now? Oh, yeah, you're good. I can hear you perfectly. I agree. Okay, yeah. I think it was a directional issue setting. Okay. So Yeah, and uh, he clarified later on as well that the fake news media was just running with their fake news as usual. Right. And even today, I mean, they're talking about, oh, Trump uh, Trump organization is indicted on 17 felony accounts. Um, this is Weissman, who, Weisselberg or whatever his name is, who on his personal taxes, his personal taxes, okay, yeah. claimed some gifts from the Trump organization. And this is somehow associated with the Trump organization. Donald Trump wasn't even a defendant in this. None of his kids were defendants in this. It's just under the Trump name. Yeah, it was just under the Trump organization and one of their, their top guys. But hey, and look I guess happens. it's going to result in a very probably pretty small fine is what I understand. Yeah, it's one point two million dollar fine. They're just running with it like, see, yeah. we told you they're criminals. Oh, my God. They're so corrupt. Look at here. Meanwhile, Paul Pelosi is being chased around his house with a hammer by a gay lover. I know, man. Wonderland. Okay. Now, one of the theories that we've talked about, and this is potentially could be what we're talking about in the sense of the cure, is that before Trump left office, like um, John Patel Patriot, everybody knows Patel Patriot. By the way, tomorrow, um, 
at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, David Whitehead and myself have a show on Badlands Media starting up called The Earth Chronicles. You're not going to want to miss this. This is going to be fantastic. It's an extension off of the Mars Chronicles. It's going to be weekly. It's about the Earth Chronicles. We're talking about everything under the sun that you could ever imagine. We're not we're not holding anything back. So ancient history, alternative history, occult, esoteric, modern day, cult of the medics, <clears throat> vaccine, virus, conspiracy, transhumanism, new world order. It's all in there. So we're talking about that. That's tomorrow. Um, as another point of update, and I want to get this out real quick because this is going to be a pretty long segment that we're about to get into. Tonight at 11 p. 11, what is it? Yeah, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the After Dark Chat Q&A. That's on Zoom. It's You have to be a member of the socialredpill.com. So socialredpill.com. You have to be a member. It's free to join. You can also support us with a subscription, but it's free to join. And then the information on how to join the Zoom will be shared about five minutes before the Zoom actually starts. But that's at 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Pacific. And that's a Q&A with myself. Vince will be there. A few other people will be there. Usually get about 40, 50 people in there. So you guys are more than welcome to join. As well, another announcement. Um, you guys know that I do host on American Media Periscope. I host, host DEFCON 5 with James Grunvig on Thursdays and Fridays. Occasionally, I fill in for other hosts. Um, I got a call today, and uh, Scott McKay, if you guys know Scott McKay out there, Patriot Street Fighter, he's going to, I think he's going on vacation, taking a little break, and they needed someone to fill in for his show. So I'm going to be filling in for Patriot Street Fighter, which is going to be pretty cool. I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited. That's a big show. So I'm really excited to go out there and and communicate with his audience and everybody there on American Media Periscope. I'll be covering for him for a few weeks, but I'm not leaving here. I'm going to be rolling from that show right into this show. <clears throat> so nothing changes, but if you guys did want to catch that show, feel free to go on over to American Media Periscope, and you can subscribe to that show over there or to the Rumble channels. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of a I don't know, it's kind of like a big deal. But Scott McKay, that's awesome, dude. I can't wait. I can't wait for all the content. So much content this month. Oh my god, I have no idea what I'm doing for content, <clears throat> but we'll figure it out. <laughs> but hey. we'll figure it out. Yeah, it writes itself. Just. Just let the time tick. That's right. Just let just let the clock tick. So one of the theories that we proposed was that before Trump left, this is kind of what Patel Patriot said, is Trump would never walk away without having a way to get back in, without setting something up, right? He's not a loser, yeah. Right. He's not a loser. He, he knows the game. He understands the Constitution. He understands the rule of law. He understands how things operate. Um Patel Patriot comes out there and he has devolution theory. I, I disagree with devolution theory, but that's a good theory. I think it's a great theory. I think it's incredibly well-researched, by the way. And it's a good theory. I just, for me, I cannot grasp onto it because of things that I've seen and the way that my research goes. That's okay. Not a big deal. We disagree. Um, is Trump still president commander in chief? Absolutely not. I, I don't think this one bit. I don't think there's any evidence out there to substantiate this. Um, did Donald Trump set up a special access program before he left office of a select few within the military to begin an investigation at the start of Joe Biden's administration to investigate the corruption within D.C., within the deep state, and within the Biden administration? I think that this could be a massive 
possibility. And there's reasons why I think this. In quite a few of the 2020 and 2021 rallies that Donald Trump held, he mentioned a name multiple times. He started at CPAC in 2021 and then continued on from there. This name was Major General Dan Raising Kane. Raising Dan Kane. If you guys don't know who Raising Dan Kane is, when Donald Trump first came in the office, Kane was working with um, the Defense Secretary at the time to basically take out the ISIS and ISIL caliphates within Syria and Afghanistan. He basically led the special operation forces and completely annihilated them within six months. This dude is a no joke. A little background on Raisin Dan Kane. He's a stoic, which I really well respect. A Marcus Aurelius type of stoic. But also, he was a fighter pilot. And he was an F-16 fighter pilot during September 11th. Not only during September 11th, but he was one of two military fighter pilots in the airspace over Washington, D.C. on September 11th that tailed the 767 mm-hmm. that flew into the Pentagon, quote unquote. Okay? So this he guy knows was, about 9-11. <clears throat> so he knows about 9-11. He knows what was in the air. <clears throat> he testified and his testimony was not concise with everybody else. He was given stand down orders as well as uh, the three-star general that was in charge of him during that time, who that guy ended up dying in 2009 in the Metro DC train crash. And I have an inside story about that. We don't need to get into that one. But I, I, I it is my thoughts and theories that Raisin Dan Kane is a 100% patriot. Doesn't matter his political affiliation, he's a patriot. The interesting thing is what happens after Dan Kane leaves Afghanistan, the Middle East, is he goes and he heads up all special access programs for the Trump administration at the DOD. He becomes the overseer of all special access programs. It means that he has full access to read everything that is going on in the special access program world. Not only that, is there's only a few people authorized in the military to actually create a special access program. The president can create one as commander-in-chief, military generals, the Secretary of Defense, a few undersecretaries mm-hmm. of defense, uh, a few heads of various departments, including the NSA, CIA, S- Secretary of State, okay. and the head of all special access programs, who would have to give finality of approval. To any of them, right? Basically, he provides the black budget funding. Okay. So he stays in there until 2020 and then goes on to become the senior liaison between the Pentagon, the DOD, and the CIA for all contracted DOD special operators working clandestinely for the CIA, which is quite interesting as well. Yeah. So my theory is that Trump was given the option in late December to go out there and basically put a, uh, a, a general counsel, a special counsel, a point, right, Sidney Powell, to investigate 2020. He decided against this. Apparently, someone said that Rudy Giuliani talked him out of it. I don't know what happened. But here's the thing. If I know Donald Trump, the only way that he would not do that, he had granted her the clearance the night before, Right. The next okay. day she shows up and she's gone. 
and, and she doesn't have her clearance anymore. And apparently it's because Rudy Giuliani told Donald Trump, nah, we'll, we'll go other means. But since then, we haven't seen much traction on this. I think what happened is, is a new plan came in order, and I think the plan was already there ahead of time, and everything that we were seeing was just optics. And I think that this plan was to set up the deep state, to set up the cabal, to make them think that Donald Trump had lost, that he had lost, he put his head down, and he leaves D.C. Why? When does a bird sing? When they think they're free. When they think they're free. No exactly. Exactly. And so imagine this for a minute. The commander-in-chief in December of 2020 goes out there, has a confidential meeting in a skiff with Major, uh, Major General Kane. And he says, this is what I believe is going on. I can't prove it right now as president. It will look really bad for me to take any action right now to do this. What I am ordering you to do is to create a special access program. Top secret hidden from everybody. And what we're going to do is we're going to issue we're going to issue the authorization for various FISA warrants. Here's the information that we have. Hunter Biden's laptop, Hillary Clinton's emails, he hands it all over to them. Okay? Hands it all over to them. Start here. Start yeah. looking into this. And then through the special access program, you have full authorization through the military, through the judge advocate general of the United States Army to issue FISA warrants clandestinely without the approval of any other department heads of state, without the DOJ's approval, nothing. Okay? You can go directly through the military. Yeah. He gives it to him, and he says, I don't want to know who's in charge of this investigation. I don't want to know, you know, I don't expect you to be in charge of this investigation. I want you to find people Hmm. you trust who are patriots to do this and get it done. Okay? Okay? This is kind of what I think happened. uh, Okay. So then they... Uh, put in an illegitimate president uh, and they don't, and then the new regime wouldn't have access to this information. No. So do you remember when Hillary Clinton's email trial was going on and you had inspector general of the intelligence community, McCullough, who was testifying in front of the Senate intelligence committee and the chairman of the Senate intelligence committee was asking inspector general McCullough, what was in those emails? And he goes Mm -hmm. classified. He goes, well, can you tell us in a closed-door session? He goes, no, classified. I remember. And he stands up and goes, I I am the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. I have the highest security clearance in our government. You can't even tell me what's in these things in a closed-door session in a skiff? He goes, sir, they wouldn't even tell me what was in these projects, and I'm the inspector general of the intelligence community. I had to get a summary briefing with special permissions granted just to get read in on a little bit of what's happening in these projects. And let me tell you, they're the most classified projects in our government. He goes, not me, not the president, not the secretary of defense, not anybody except for the people who are put over charge of these projects have access to them. This is a level of compartmentalization. It's only a need to know access. Now, we understand what was in those Hillary Clinton emails. That was the professors and the universities, which were basically reverse engineering or developing high-level technology, space, uh, gravitation, propulsion, energy production, nanotechnology. And these were the universities and university professors that were working on these projects because those were sent to China, and China went in and obviously 
funded them, brought them over, stole that information. That's how China gets a 10-year, whole decade advancement in their military within just a few years. Now, fast forwarding. He gives this to Dan Kane and says, do something. Okay, And this is where we get military is the only way, because we've known that there was this level of corruption for a very long time. There's been an investigation into the deep state for a very long time. I would say that this goes all the way back to 98. Uh, I have records of it from 2006, 2007, 2008 time frame that we can show where, conclusively that something was happening. Where like an internal... Right, we we can see an investigations in the DOD of stolen military technologies that are being sold okay. off to foreign enemies, and that <laughs> this would prompt various investigations. Okay, how often? I know. Imagine being a part of in the CIA or something, and just being a rookie and just getting out in the world, and you start following the crumbs, and where does it lead you? But to right back to the, your own government. And you remember then, the you movie Training I mean? Day? Yeah. I just watched another movie that was very similar to that plot. Corrupt. Wow. Okay, so we know that the militaries probably had internal investigations looking into this stuff for a very long time. This is what brought about what we can call Q, right? Is that a group of probably private defense contractors, officials, military people, less than 10 came together. They recruited Donald Trump. They got him into the presidency. And they started to work with him to basically disorganize and dismantle the deep state. The deep state was obviously stronger than they were. We know that Admiral Rogers, when he was at the NSA, he had been collecting data, but that data was Ill illegally collected. So it was a violation of the Fourth Amendment of how they collected that data through the NSA, which means that the data that they collected on the deep state, on the cabal, on all these people, on these globalists, on the Democrats, all these people was inadmissible in court. They couldn't use it for an investigation. So they'd have to go and recollect all this information and slowly release the information that they had by declassification. This is one of the number one reasons they needed Donald Trump as president. Mm -hmm. He tried this and he got a lot of this information declassified, but they scrubbed most of it. And some of the stuff that they're still holding right now, Hillary Clinton's emails, um, the uh, Russia, Russia, Russia whole scandal, they're holding all this still. Mm -hmm. Okay, so moving forth. This comes in December. He hands it all over to them and says, investigate this. They open up a special military operation investigation, investigating this stuff. They have the ability to issue FISA warrants. And what they do for two years is they just begin listening. They begin listening and watching and collecting data. Because once the Biden administration was in, once his administration officials are in there, okay, now yeah. they're talking. Now they're committing crimes right here in the open. They're not even hiding it anymore and all the military would have yeah. to do is just observe collect the data and build the case and i think that when he says unprecedented cures i think mm -hmm. that this is what he's hinting towards i think he's hinting towards that there potentially could be some type of military intervention with everything that we're seeing happening right now i don't want to get mm. hopeful but it's always a possibility Okay, and that's yeah. my speculation that's, of things I've seen. It's reasonable. We'll see. All right. Now, why does it matter? Well, I played the uh, the Braveheart freedom speech, William William Wallace, right? Yeah. And. Hmm. 
I've always said hope doesn't pay the bills. That we need to have faith, but faith within ourselves and faith within God. But when we start looking at the world right now, it's looking bleak. It's looking grim. Last night's show was not just difficult for everybody out there. It was difficult for me as well. Okay? Because the more and the more we try, the more and the more that we push forth, the more and more we see the progress that they've made in the backdrop of something new that we figured out they did. And see, that's the thing. Nothing can stop what's coming and nothing can change what's been done. Okay? The damage that they're doing is irreversible. Yes. You remember when Q said that we're going to show you a whole new world, a brave new world? Mm-hmm. Is This means that you cannot save the system that we already have. You can't go back and correct the system we have. You can't go back and just patch the foundation and say it's good now. We got freedom. No, things move forward. You can't live That's in right. the past. Things are going to always change no matter what. You have to have a whole new revolution. And I want people to understand that. And I'm not saying, you know, Boston Tea Party, Lexington Concord, this type of stuff. What I, and I'm wearing my tyranny response <laughs> shirt. Um, what, what I'm saying is a revolution in consciousness, mind, thoughts, ideas, concepts, collaboration, parallel societies, parallel economies, these types of things. New ways at looking at how the world operates and works. Because new this is exactly life. what the globalists are doing. What's that? Just a new way of living life in general. That's right. I think we're going to, I don't think life is going to be the same. I don't think life is ever going to go back to what we would consider normalcy. No. And one of the reasons is, is this article that we talked about last night. World Economic Forum releases 2023 Davos agenda for the Great Reset Takeover. Okay. We got Alex Jones live there. I don't know. Look at that. Uh, But this is on InfoWars, but. The World Economic Forum claims problems can be solved with centralized global systems of control, particularly in the context of the meta-trends of the Fourth Industrial Revolution and climate change. The World Economic Forum lists five topics that will be addressed at the Davos Summit. Energy food crisis, inflation, private sector innovation, social vulnerabilities, and geopolitical risk of the multipolar world. We talked about these last night. Addressing the current energy and food crises in the context of a new system of energy and climate in nature. Addressing the current high inflation, low growth, high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure. Addressing the current industry of headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies and private sector innovation and resilience. Addressing the current social vulnerabilities in the context of a new system for work, skill, and care. Addressing the current geopolitical risk in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. Now... I will start at the bottom, okay? Addressing the current geopolitical risk in the context of a new system for dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. What is their idea that is coming down right now through ESG, DEI, public-private partnerships, okay, Mm -hmm. for dealing with dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world? If you remember just weeks ago, Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari said specifically, that we are faced with the threat of the multipolar world because people are not going to accept the system we're bringing about and they will rise up and say no. 
So when they say multipolar world, what they're talking about is resistance to them, dissenters against them. So what people are the, in the club the people who are not in the club? So what are they talking about in the sense of dialogue and cooperation? I think that they're talking about censorship, propaganda, censorship, and coercion. Yeah, controlling the narrative. Think pandemic. Think what they did to people. Implementations mass of formation. Fear. Think psychosis. mass formation psychosis. Think what's happening in China right now. People are protesting. These are the, the this is the multipolar world. They're giving them the totalitarian boot right into concentration camps. That's what they're talking about there. Addressing this current social vulnerabilities in the context for a new system for work, skills, and care. Let's just start with care. What is one of the new bills that was introduced into Canada? Have you heard this one? Is it the amendment for C-21? No, it's the euthanasia amendment. Where basically oh, yeah. a veteran in Canada called up, okay, a veteran called up their veteran affairs office in Canada and said, hey, I, I need one of those like stair things that goes on my, uh, you know, the, the little chairs that takes me up my stairs. Yeah. It's just really hard to get up there. Or a, a ramp, right? Yeah. Or, and or the person on the uh, phone chair. said, we can help you even better. What if we told you that we could assist you in suicide? Sad. Assisted su suicide, euthanasia. And they're, they're bringing it out there like, well, you know, people who want to die. We're, we're giving them the opportunity. People who want to die. No, no. This is being pushed down people's throats, and they'll use the same psychological warfare with them for everybody. So, yeah, they've even done it to children. Yeah, exactly. So work, skills, and care. So that's the level of care that you're going to receive. And by the way, government health care systems, you don't want that, I promise you. But work and skills. Hmm, I wonder. Skills, re-education camps. Work. Guess where you're going to work? You ever, you ever, uh, where they need you. There you go. Wherever they need you. They need you in the minefields. They, they yeah, need you skills? in, yeah, they need you out there shoveling the pollution. They need you on top of that big windmill. Okay. Uh, addressing the current industry headwinds in the context of a new system for harnessing frontier technologies. This is green energy. Listen, Glenn Beck was saying it best today is that we don't have. The stabilization within the alternative energy sector to sustain the global grid. It just doesn't not, exist. Not even close. And they're turning off the old grid in the meantime. This is not good. And we're going to talk no, about this, this here in a minute. It's going to get bad. Okay. Okay. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait on that one. Addressing the current high inflation, low growth, high debt economy in the context of a new system for investment, trade, and infrastructure. This system is for them, not you. Very similar to China, where the government walks in and has ownership over your corporation. In the World Economic Forum, in the Fourth Industrial Revolution, through Klaus Schwab, this is known as PPP, Public-Private Partnerships. This is basically the same economic system that China currently uses. It's capitalistic with a communist control structure. Okay. Now that we know that, let's go to this post I put up on Twitter earlier today. All right. I said, Michigan has a big problem. Here comes the government takeover of energy. This House resolution sets to control all energy production in Michigan through eminent domain. 
okay? This is known as House Resolution Y. It's still in discussion, okay? Okay. This joint resolution proposing an amendment to the state constitution of 1963 by amending sections 15 and 29 of Article 7 and adding section 31 to Article 5 to create a state public utility. What is a state hmm, public a st- utility? <laughs> he took the word right out of my mouth. I have no idea. A state uh, public utility is nationalized energy, nationalized utilities. This is what they okay. say right here. Okay, the state public utility is created. The state public utility board is created, blah, 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 blah. Okay. The board in performing the official function is subject to retention and disclosure provided by Understate Ball. The board shall do the following. Listen to this. Purchase or acquire by eminent domain all of the electric and natural gas generation, distribution, and transmission facilities owned by any investor-owned utility in this state. I'll say that again. I will say that again. Purchase or acquire by eminent domain. If you don't know what eminent domain is, the government comes in, they give you any money that they think is suitable for that property, and they kick your ass out, and if you resist, they arrest you. That's eminent domain. Purchase or acquire by eminent domain all of the electric and natural gas generation, distribution, and transmission facilities owned in and by any investor-owned utility in the state. What does that mean? Anything that produces energy in the state of Michigan, anything that produces electric gas or natural gas and distributes them. This means that all gas pumps at all gas stations. This means that all electric generation plants, nuclear, coal, hydroelectric. This means that Anywhere that they have electric production in the state that is investor-owned, they will take it through imminent domain or one way or another. Then, listen to this one. Set all rates, fares, fees, charges, services, rules, conditions of service, and all other matters pertaining to the formation, operation, and direction of the state public utility, which means that they will control the effing price. Wow. And rules. The dang rules. Mm-hmm. We learned a lot about rules the last two years. We already, I'm in Washington State, and we have crazy rules. Like, um, we, if, you put a, if you put a natural gas uh, furnace in your house, you need to compensate with, like, a more efficient water heater or something, yep. better windows or something in order to compensate and be more green. Dude, now do we, oh, how about control, this? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. If they control energy, they control if you're going to make it through winter or not. Oh, guess what? They're going after food, too. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, So this is why it was so important to take the states, the governors. We flipped no governor. Yeah. Hmm. Guess what? Yeah. It gets worse. White House-linked group backed by George Soros wages behind-the-scenes war on gasoline. Existing federal laws can be used to force gas stations to build electric vehicle charging stations. Okay. This is, by the way, this came out today. Governing for Impact, a secretive George Soros-funded group which has advised the Biden administration issued a memo to policymakers how to curb gasoline usage. The GFI memo argues that the Clean Air Act provides the Environmental Protection Agency with the authority to control or even prohibit 
the commercial sale of any motor vehicle fuel. I, I'm i not joking on this. Yeah. I'm going to read this again. The Governing for Impact, a secretive George Soros-funded group, argues that the Clean Air Act, passed by Donald Trump, by the way, provides the Environmental Protection Agency with the authority to control or even prohibit the commercial sale of any motor vehicle fuel, which means that the federal government can go in there and take control of every single gas pump in this country. Guess what? Oh, there's a national fuel and energy crisis. Oh, have the EPA go in there and secure all the gas pumps. We need that for national use. We need that for military, for national security concern. Now there's no gas. Under this authority, more stringent regulations on vehicle fuels, for example, requiring certain gas stations or national brands to install electric vehicle charging infrastructure could both reduce deadly air pollution, blah, 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 blah. Here's the problem with this. In Switzerland right now, so th- th- there's a, a rumor going out there, and this is what this one is talking about. Is Switzerland banning electric vehicles? Well, some reports on the internet are suggesting that electric vehicles have been banned in Switzerland. Okay, listen to this okay. spin. Right, ready for this spin? The country has the country hasn't really banned the battery-powered vehicles. It has rather only drafted some emergency proposals to brace up for an emergency crisis in winter. You want to know what the emergency proposal for the winters for the winter energy crisis say? Yeah. What? No more electric vehicles or electric charging stations because of an energy crisis. Wrap your head around this. In the United States, they're pushing for green energy, electric cars, electric charging stations. They're talking about the federal government going in there and controlling all the gas pumps in the United States of America if these gas stations don't install electric fueling stations. Okay? (coughs) In Switzerland, they have an emergency provision because of the lack of energy because of Russia, Ukraine, and everything else that's happening in the world. There's not enough natural gas, coal, these types of things coming in. So they don't have energy to heat and to produce electricity. So what they're going to do is they're going to suspend electric cars and electric charging stations. They'll probably save a lot of lives by doing that. Seriously, it comes down to that, doesn't it? Well, yeah, they will. They will save a lot of lives. But that's the mentality that we're dealing with here. That these people are switching right now our infrastructure towards this electric grid infrastructure of a green energy. When in actuality, it's not sustainable. Switzerland's shown us this right here. The energy crisis that is occurring right now is the main reason why this is not a sustainable infrastructure. But yet the United States is pushing forth in this. The nationalized. I think they know that. Oh, they they absolutely know this. But see, it doesn't stop there, okay? And I said this last night. Remember we were talking about the jackpot? Energy. Food. And what comes after food? Water. We haven't even began to hear about the water yet. But let's look at the food right here. 
We've talked about this a few times. The Netherlands, government presents national program to reduce nitrogen greenhouse gas emissions in rural areas. Remember we've been talking about this? Yeah, it happens. So this is basically by direction of the World Economic Forum and the United Nations uh, Directory of Sustainable Development. They came out and said, hey, look, everybody, every country needs to reduce their nitrogen, uh, their nitrogen utilization within agriculture. Okay? Yeah. Do you know what nitrogen does to the crops? No. Increases yields by over 50%. You go throw nitrogen into your marijuana plant, <laughs> you're going to have big old buds. Okay? Yes. 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 Yeah. So it increases your production by over 50%. So they came and said that we have to reduce nitrogen production utilization by 50%. This is why the farmers in Germany and the Netherlands are all out there protesting. What happened? What did we just hear that was going to happen the other day? You remember this? What? <clears throat> no, that the Netherlands no, is going in through eminent domain and seizing yeah. 3,000 farms from the farmers because they did not want to comply with that nitrogen mandate. They just nationalized food production. Now, do you know what one of the most interesting things is about nitrogen or about the netherlands in food production oh oh what they're the second largest exporter of food in the world are you serious and this right here reduces that export by 50 percent wow wow so now we have an energy crisis now we move into the food crisis Remember what the Davos plan was? See what they're doing? They're creating this. This is a created perpetuation problem, reaction, solution. Check this out. Organized famine. Germany orders farmers to slash fertilizer after Dutch government shuts down 3,000 farms. The globalist left is engineering the next global famine. They'll blame it on global warming when the truth is in its own policies that are creating the food shortage across the globe. Last week, we just talked about this. Dutch government shut down 3,000 farms to comply with their global warming goals. This week, Germany ordered farmers to slash fertilizer use in their fields to serve their green agenda. The cost of food in the European Union has increased 17.26% in October 2022 over the same month in the previous year. And guess what, guys? This is coming to America. Remember the Green New Deal? This is what they wanted to do in the Green New Deal, and it's coming to America. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, Republicans are going to jump on the ship. They're going to do it. They're going to they're pass it. What about fuel shortage in Hungary triggers panic buying? Will the UK egg shortages blamed on the avian flu eventually come to North America? Yes. Actually, locally here, there was just a report of a dead bird that was tested and That's had right. bird flu. They just killed 2 million birds throughout the Midwest because of bird flu. Doom and gloom Tuesdays. And how about this one? You remember this from yesterday? Media sounds alarm over shooter sabotages the power substations in North Carolina. Says nothing about government sabotage of food farms and fertilizer. Okay. Because it's all interrelated. We looked at all the fires that are occurring at the food processing, manufacturing, distribution facilities. All the rare events of, 
of oil refineries blowing up. Now we're having people strategically drive around and shoot these waypoints in energy distribution in North Carolina. Here's the thing. You can't just shoot a bullet and expect something to happen. You have to know exactly where to hit. True. This was planned. It was a terrorist event. And you're going to see a lot more of this. This shit is here. Like I told yeah. you, they are never going to give up power. Ever. Ever. They will fight tooth and nail. They will scorch this earth. They will take the whole fucking world down with them before they ever give up power. So the best thing that they can do now is move forward as fast as possible, as strategically as possible. And let me ask you this. Remember how we were just talking about dissenters? About how the World Mm -hmm. Economic Forum is going to deal with those people that get in their way, the multipolar world? Yeah. Do you remember the what the fuck study? Yes, I do. WTFstudy.com. This was some research that I did. All right. Um, This is a statistical mindfuck. COVID-19 seems to have a propensity to target politicians more than any other disease, illness, or ailment in history. The following information was compiled through various sources. It is now in raw form, and we have decided not to dig any further at this moment. You can click below to see the information. Africa and South American nations have low vaccination rates, low reporting rates of COVID numbers, and have fought the WHO to keep them out of their country over the last few years. As well as what I was just informed today is the International Monetary Fund has massive amounts of loans out throughout these African nations. Now, all Mm -hmm. these articles link right here. These articles that you guys all see are linking to a death or multiple deaths tied to COVID-19 of African leaders. One of the most interesting one was the 10 lawyers in Zimbabwe that were investigating the WHO for crimes and complicity, okay? That all the lawyers died of COVID all at the same time. Okay, so... As of September 2021, number of COVID deaths in Africa were relatively low and they blamed inadequate testing, distribution of testing, etc., and even asymptomatic cases for the populations of almost 80%. The real reason was the resistance by these countries' leaders to test and implement Bill Gates-style population control. Until those leaders were replaced, now we're seeing a surge in the COVID cases in those regions. And this was going into 2021. And what I mean by that? Is Africa on this list of heads of state that were dying was low. Before September 2021, there was none. None of the African leaders had died. After this, look at this. 24 deaths of world leaders globally. 17 came from Africa. After. After the WHO got in there. Okay? Now, now this gets even more interesting, okay? Because you got to remember that this was on the equatorial belt of the malaria belt. These people were taking hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin daily. Or not daily, weekly. And this was a prophylactic to protect them. This is why they had those low rates. This is why they couldn't explain those numbers. Okay? Now, one of the people that was killed, I believe... Oh, man. uh, Who was it? His name was... Someone sent this to me earlier. I forgot his name. I I, I butchered it earlier. But if you remember the... um, the Tanzanian president that came out and he tested oh, yeah. the uh, 
the fruit and the goat and he sent them out and they came back positive. He fired his health minister and then basically locked out the WHO and everybody else followed suit. He died yes. in January 2021 of COVID. I know. Yeah. And he was replaced and guess what happened? Right after he was replaced, the vaccine flushed into his country. Okay, and I got statistics on here. This is showing all world leaders who got COVID or died of COVID. Um, and this is a lot. This is how this is the coercion that we're talking about. Okay, this is just Africa. This is coercion that we're talking about. And then I went on down, and this is uh, Iran. This is leaders in Iran. Uh, this goes all throughout the world. So understand this in a wikipedia page of politicians who died notable polit notable people who died of covid-19 in 2020 and 2021 notable people okay there's okay. 2223 people on that list 806 wow. of them 36% 806 were politicians one, over one third of the notable people in the world that died from COVID, were politicians. There's got to be more famous people, like movie stars, than there are politicians, right? No. You'd think. Politicians. And all these politicians were primarily from third world countries who had extremely low COVID rates and no vaccination rates. And they opposed the World Health Organization. Or they worked with the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, and so forth to steal their people's lands and took bribes and so forth. Wow, dude. I remember that. I think well, guess that what? Was, yeah, what? There's a new pandemic coming. Uh-oh. Is it sparse? I don't know what it is, but it's coming. Almost certainly, right? They have I to agree. get rid of us. How do you get rid of everybody else? Let, mm. Let's let's start. I, I went way too long on all this. <laughs> um, Twitter files supplemental. There's more stuff coming out about the Twitter files. We have James Baker that we mentioned the other day. If you remember when the Twitter files came out on Friday, they were delayed. The reason they were delayed is because James Baker, former FBI uh, general counsel, was going through and scrubbing them. And he was fired on the spot by Elon Musk. Could you believe this, dude? This is, I mean, and, and the left is like, there's nothing. It's just a nothing burger. You're, you're, you're showing Hunter Biden's dick pics. Oh, my God, you guys are crazy. No, we got those two years ago. Yeah. The FBI held weekly meetings with big tech giants in Silicon Valley ahead of the 2020 election to discuss disinformation on social media. FBI uh, agent Elvis Chan revealed under oath last week, Chan said the FBI sent list of URLs and accounts for social media companies to take down in the name of fighting foreign influence operations. This came about through Missouri and Louisiana's lawsuit against the federal government showing that in their disposition of uh, FBI agent Elvis Chan on Tuesday, we found the FBI plays a big role in working with social media companies to censor speech. From weekly meetings of social media companies ahead of the 2020 elections to ask for account takedowns, Chan, the FBI's FTA, uh, 
FITF and senior CISA official had meetings with social media companies in the led up to the 2020 election. Chan personally told the social media companies that there could potentially be Russian hack and leak operations shortly before the election. Chan stated the FBI regularly sent social media companies list of URLs and social media accounts that should be taken down because they were disinformation from malign foreign influence operations. I wonder who was on that list. Hopefully they put out more info, dude. This is wild stuff. That's a direct violation of the United States Constitution. Direct violation of your First Amendment rights. An egregious violation. These people need to be held accountable. And so this goes deep. This rabbit hole goes incredibly deep. Now Wikipedia is going to delete the Twitter files page because of uninterest and, and false information. It's just, dude, they just keep on doing it. Corrupt. Did I ever tell you what it was like when I was in third world countries, when I drove around in third world countries? No, what was it like? So you would have like um, fully automatic weapons on the back of mopeds and people driving around. You walk into a bank, there's probably two armed guards, fully automatic weapons. Oh. You go into gas stations, convenience storms. They all have per- private security. Yeah, or just patrolling the streets. Yeah. See this guy? That guy right there, that's a gas station in Pennsylvania. That's right, a gas station in Pennsylvania. Why? The North Philly owner says he's had enough of violent crime at his gas station, so he's hired these guys to protect his customers. This is what's happening right now in our country. Defund the police. They want to defund the police. This is what we get. How about this one? And I'm going to switch the audio so they can hear this audio, because I think this one's worth the audio to hear. This is this is New York City. Oh, 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 that's new york city this is the united states of america and that's new york city as we wait for vince to get back he's taking a quick cigarette break remember when i said social and cultural destabilization food shortages energy crisis attacks on infrastructure political destabilization It's happening, guys. And it's happening right now. They will stop at nothing. We're having third world countries because we're being turned into a third world country. And now we go back to that William Wallace speech. It truly is time to to stand up to tyranny. To stand up for our freedom, for our rights. Do we want to sit here 50 years down the road and look back at the time when we could have stood up to our tyrants and actually had a chance? Not only that is we have multiple other problems. The spike protein is literally causing lymphocytes to chew holes in the aorta. This this is Dr. Ryan Cole. Uh, Ryan Cole 
is a uh, pathologist and virology expert. And he's seeing this within his patients. How about this one? Robert Malone was right. This is Robert Malone was right. Let's listen to this real quick. That's pretty amazing, and you, and you said it right. Poise for a kid this young, 19 years old, come out on the floor each and every night, and he feels like he's belonged. So I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. And you hear the lady? Did you hear the lady tell him to sit down? He was already sitting down. He's having a stroke, lady. The stroke's probably because of the... I don't want to say it. Ouchie, ouchie. Yep. NBA Hawks sports commentator suffers sudden medical emergency during the broadcast. Sad. He was with a co-host, Dominic Wilkins, a former NBA player. Yeah, guys, this isn't normal. (laughs) I mean, look, look, if it was one or two people, okay, right? This isn't normal. This is happening everywhere. How many videos have you ever seen of people having heart attacks and strokes right in front of you and dying right in front of you? Very rarely, maybe never. Yep. Before before now, this day and age. That's right. How about this one? This was unheard of. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? I, I've I seen see him it. before. That's Hunter Biden. Who's it? And who's this oh, guy? Who's yeah, that guy? Yeah. Who's that guy with a neck tattoo? Oh, we know who he is. That is Michael Fanone, right? The police officer from the January 6th Capitol, the Capitol police officer from the January 6th hearing that testified. Remember he cried, he had the big old neck tattoo? That's him with Hunter Biden. You know, all suited out, hanging out with Hunter. Oh, man, what, what, a, what a good dude. Well, here's him with Nancy. See, it's all one big club, and you're not invited. Wow, dude. Yeah. Hey, uh, former FTX boss Sam Bankman-Fried has hired prominent attorney Mark Cohen. You know who Mark Cohen was? He, he was the one who recently defended socialite sex offender Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, must have been a re- recommendation from a friend of his. Must have been. Dude, Seriously. So DeSantis, and I hope that that other governors take the same route as DeSantis because I think he's doing a great job. He's moving all of the state pension funds away from any ESG investments. Um, he's removing critical race theory, transgenderism, all this cra- crap and shit from his schools. Yeah. And now he's promised to hold Pfizer Moderna accountable for COVID jab side effects. This is one of the only government officials coming out against it. The Florida governor said the manufacturer's claims there were no side effects and we know there have been a lot. Now, this is interesting because the pharmaceutical companies have immunity, right? Yeah. Okay, they have immunity if that vaccine is FDA approved and on the schedule. But they don't have immunity from their claims. They have immunity from oh, prosecution wow. for the adverse effects when it's FDA approved on the schedule. But they don't have immunity from the claims or for lying or perjury. And so, <laughs> or fraud. Yeah, that's right. DeSantis is basically going to go after them for their claims that they made. Yeah. Very interesting. Smart. Couldn't happen fast enough. Yep. Chinese government is still welding apartment building gates shut to lock citizens inside. 
Uh, what else do we have here? Um, I said this. This isn't a quarantine camp. It's a concentration camp. Where's the outrage? This is in Guangzhou. This yeah, is in really, Guangzhou. Yep. That's a really accurate description, by the way. That's right. This can hold over 100,000 people in Guangzhou. This is a one of their quarantine camps, okay? Oh, sorry. 246,407 beds. China's becoming a giant prison on a scale the world has never seen before. Why? Because it all starts there. This is the model for what's happening around the global community. It will be coming here next, I assure you. Yeah, dude. And guess what? They fill it up to the brim. Maybe it's operational for a year or six months or whatever, however long. And the minute they can't get food to those people, guess what we have? We have another Auschwitz situation. We have another literally concentration camp situation where they all starve. Well, did you, did you see the video I posted on my TikTok or of... my uh, my Telegram yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've been saying that all along. That's what I was told in the military. Well That's what I was told by World War II vets. There's a video on my Telegram about the Holocaust, and you should definitely go listen to it. The people that were dying or found in these concentration camps, they were near starvation, already near death, diseased. It was because of the supply chain cut off by the allies. Anyways, long story. We can talk about that some other time. Um, how about this one? The WHO converging on December 5th to 7th to discuss the new pandemic treaty that would unleash a global medical dictatorship. This is the one that Joe Biden has on his desk that he can sign, but he can't do it without approval from the Senate two-thirds majority, but he'll sign it anyway and just say that we're under a treaty. This basically gives up all of our medical sovereignty rights to the WHO in the advent of a global pandemic. So you know that this global pandemic is not going to come about until this treaty signed. Unbelievable. Uh, okay, how we doing over here? Ooh, we got some things going on. You guys remember we have the Battle of the Streams. This is a, a competition between DLive, Rumble, and Pilled where you guys can help support everything that we do here at the Red Pill Project, the Daily Dose, our podcast. Much appreciated for everybody out there. Silence Do Good 1722 just followed on DLive. Thank you so much, Silence Do Good. Uh, much appreciated to have you on the family. Xgrits X is celebrating a two-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Xgrits. LED, two-month subscription streak. Thank you so much, Ali. Lolo1976 is celebrating a one-month subscription streak. Lolo, you should have like a, a, a four-year subscription streak. What, what, what did you dis- <laughs> unsubscribe to our channel? Jeez. We love you, Lolo. We love you, Lolo. <laughs> All right. We have um, Castle Drummer gifted a cookie on Pill. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. P-Quest gifted a cookie as well on uh, Pill. Thank you so much, P-Quest. Enlightened Science donated two ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Me, Brenda, four ice creams. Thank you so much, me, Brenda. Vince, what's that Twitter link for? Anything I should look at? Uh, some election results. Ah, okay. We'll look at those in a second. Patriot Pisces donated five lemons. Shannon thirteen thirteen eight lemons. Thank you so much, Patriot Pisces and Shannon thirteen thirteen. Jesse eighty one one three eight gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Jesse and Yano Yan Zero just followed. Thank you so much, Yan Zero. Much appreciated. Vince, what's the tally? 
it's not it's not done it's early voting turnout is extremely high in a lot of these counties yeah well look at this this is decalb county 43 percent of the votes statistically impossible 92 percent to eight <laughs> yeah and the like, other large counties were about 80 20 yeah i saw so it's just insane dude tell us you're stealing an election without telling us you're stealing an election right there yeah Pro Project store videos on Rumble. Yes, Lacey May 33. We store all our videos on Rumble. Majority of them are backed up on BitChute, Odyssey, um, as well as Brighteon.com. So you can check them all out there. And going in for the election results, it's getting really close right now. So we're looking right now. uh, Fox News is on a refresh. It was just showing. We were less than a few percent. What just happened? It just kind of blacked out. And Something happened? Yeah, it was just showing the result, and then it blacked out. It, like, completely just... Oh, there it is. Oh, so Walker's leading by uh, 0.14%. Walker's leading by 0.14%. So we will see how this goes, and we're looking. Polls are closed, and I don't know the percentage in, but it seems pretty high. So we will see where this goes. And guess what? There's no runoff. 80% of the vote's in. So very cool. We're going to keep you up on the date on that. Don't forget, in one hour and 15 minutes from now, we have the Red Pill Project After Dark Chat Q&A. You have to be a member of the socialredpill.com. Please go to socialredpill.com. Join up as a free member if you can support us. Much appreciated. Other ways to support us, redpills.tv slash go. That's our Give, Send, Go campaign. Um, where can you get this shirt? You can get this shirt at redpillproject.online. Redpillproject.online. Vince is posting that in the chat right now. You guys can see that. Don't forget, if you're trying to get those IRAs, 401ks, or just get some gold and silver, go to getgoldtoday.com. If you're trying to look for those uh, good Christmas gifts, go to mypillow.com and use that promo code RPP. If you're looking to stock up on non-perishable supply and emergency supply, food supply stuff, go to mypatriot.com. Best way to get there is redpills.tv slash patriot. That's the only way that you can help us and support us by doing that. But guys, listen, I love you. You guys uh, have changed my life by listening to me. And I, I can't be any more appreciative than I am right now. So it's a pleasure and an honor to to do this every night with you guys. And, and I just appreciate you all so much, including Vince and Andrea and everybody else out there. Um, it, it's interesting where life has taken us and it's interesting where this has evolved to. And it's crazy to see what's happening in the world, but I'm glad we have a platform to get the truth out there, to wake people up, and to organize and collaborate together to fight this tyranny. So much love, respect, God bless. Thank you, Vince Tagliavia, for joining me tonight. Have a great night, guys. We'll see some of you guys in a little while. Everybody else, we'll see you tomorrow.